Hello and welcome to Daily Awesome Music. I'm Pastor Colin McDonald and this is Damn Art. Daily Awesome Music album review time. And today we take a listen to Jamie's Guns, Sex, Drugs, and Weapons of War. Now this record starts off like I'm connecting to the internet on a bad trip in the early 90s and moves into a Pantera-esque guitar riff just drenched in delay and reverb. The second track, Rolling Stone, feels like a mix between Kiss, Buck Cherry, and Keith Moon's overplaying cousin on drums. This drummer would make a fortune being paid by the note. Now the third track, Get Away, has an actual melody and kind of like a meatloaf feel with the electric guitars and piano taking a lot of the same space. The slide guard is technically precise and perfectly in tune, which you know, that's something. It feels a bit like video game precision, and again, the drum feels, man. I'm certain that this band is a spectacle live, something that doesn't always translate to a recording. Often, you end up with a dirty sounding loose band, but this is almost too far in the opposite direction. Everything is grid-lined and technically precise. The next track, Good and Gone, has a lyric I just, I just can't get behind. It says, it, but it also describes a lot of Austin bands pretty well. Up on stage every night, smoking Marlboro lights and killing time. Really? This song is killing my time. Why is this song six minutes long? Oh yeah, killing time. The, the fifth track, Land, is like Puddle of Mud meets Every Rose Has Its Thorn. It's got a decent melody and a well-played piano part. This, is, this one disappointed me only in that the vocals were just a little too low. I like to hear the vocals above the piano and the guitar parts. I mean, come on, have confidence, man. Own your sound and mix it loud. The Slash-like solo would be fitting with a nice late 80s helicopter shot, and it's really well-played. It reminds me of the, the good old days of two-minute guitar solos. I felt the passion in this one, and the feeling was there, and the soul was there more than the previous songs. I'd love to hear them and see them reach more for this in the future. Not necessarily the softer side, but the passion and the soul on this one. Now, it would be ill-advised to play a drinking game while listening to this record if you took a shot every time he says baby. You'd be in the hospital by like the sixth song. The sixth track is Anymore, and it sounds like it was recorded at maybe a different time, a different studio. The pads are way too loud, and the drums... Well, they are getting it like he just got a double bass pedal for Christmas. But the overall sound feels like a previous era attached to the ones before is kind of an afterthought. I actually like the truth be told I can't fly anymore hook a lot. And we've got some weird kind of foreigner style synth solo in the middle that I really, really liked. And the bass makes its spotlight debut with a little half slap riff in the middle too. It's kind of yes meets, well, no. In the seventh song, only a minute and 15 seconds, we get a transition into the 80s. Like the band is taking me on a Back to the Future trip with Marty McFly and Neil Peart's stepdad. I find myself thinking, what in the world is coming next almost the entire way through this record? And I really loved that. Track eight, The Road, has a great melody and a good riff. The ninth track starts off with kind of Charlie Brown's teacher, and then back into the riff-driven rock with an 80s pad and overactive ADHD drums I have come to expect and tolerate and like almost love on the back half of this record. The end of this one, I found myself digging a whole lot. The key solo was a really welcome change, but with the overdrumming, it felt a bit like a heavily damaged medical helicopter coming in for a landing with sirens blaring. The 10th track, Another World, had some nice harmonies, a really good melody, and a really great chorus. By far, this one was my favorite on the record besides the piano-driven land so far. I really liked the harmonized guitar solos at times, and again, the, the guitar playing is truly phenomenal, if not a little more than a little overdone. Track 11, Heading Home, has a Doors organ solo in the middle that seriously kicks ass. It's very well done. And track 12, For You, seems to take all these disparate elements and really tie them together well. The vocals are confident and upfront. The pads, the keys, the harmonies are well placed in the mix. And the drums aren't completely overwhelming while still retaining the bombastic style consistent with the whole album. This is a really good song. This one could be on the radio as a single now, in the 2000s, and even in the 90s. The good, it's a good melody, well played and recorded, and the drummer got his signature fill in. 
And it's a very well played, if not over wah wah guitar solo with no drop in energy. And hell, I even think the drummer snuck in some roto toms on this one. And it didn't even bother me, maybe because I was just so used to the avalanche of percussion. But the solo trading with the guitar and the keys at the end was pretty tasty and a nice change. This one, y'all, more like this one. Towards the end, the vocals become more prominent in the mix and seem to be sung with much more confidence. Honestly, 13-year-old me would have been jamming this record. You cannot deny the guitar playing on this thing. It is so well played and really well recorded. The keys become more and more part of the album and part of the whole as it progresses. And honestly, I'm really looking forward to what's next for Jamie's Guns. I talk a lot of crap, but mostly to entertain you and to get you to listen. And this one is worth the listen. You won't regret it, especially if you like instrument calisthenics. All right, that's it for Damn Art. Thank you so much for watching. Be sure to buy, stream, share this music whenever you can. I love you, and there's nothing you can do about it. I'll see you tomorrow.